since the NFL Marie condoed the other teams away <laughs> yeah. and threw these good teams away. Except isn't like, the whole these point, of, the point of Marie Kondo is like you're supposed to take something like, does this bring you joy? These don't bring me joy! <laughs> She's asking the NFL owners, which one of these teams brings you joy? And they're like, the big market ones. So then, so then obviously, New Orleans is out and yeah. Kansas City is out. And yeah, that is how the yeah, NFL Marie condo their <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. This is All Sports Are Bad. I am Patrick on the internet. And I am Jake Whipple. And did you watch that football game? The Hated Patriots. It was whack. Yeah. (laughs) The Hated Patriots uh, defeated the innocuous Chiefs, um, thanks to the 37 chinchillas who died for Tom Brady's coat lapels. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, We actually have some people out there who wanted me to talk about Tom Brady's coat. I didn't see it, so I looked it up. It's a pretty ridiculous coat. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like a three-quarter length thing, and it has like fur lapels that cover most of his chest. Um, it's absurd. Hmm. It's, uh... It's a weird-looking coat, yeah. huh? Yeah, it's like, it's a slightly less garish version of the coat that, um, uh, Denzel Washington's wife gets for him in American Gangster. Oh, uh, wow, that's very specific. <laughs> I'm, I'm going painting with, a picture right yeah, now. Yeah, no, I'm going with the, uh, references to, uh, to really help you understand what this thing looked like. Um, so also, it was a pretty good game. Yeah, it sounded uh, like it. It was a it was a wonderful game. Um, the Chiefs looked bad in the first half. They came roaring back. It was epic. Everyone enjoyed it until that part at the end when the Patriots won. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the, that that oh my god that roughing the passer call was beautiful. Oh yeah, Cause somebody I touched tried. Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. He tried to sack him, <laughs> which apparently can't you're not do, that. To do that. Okay, so <laughs> oh my god, yeah. And that wasn't even the most egregious call of Sunday. No, it was not. But we're we're getting to that one. The fucking uh, oh man, that Rams Saints interference. That but was pretty incredible. I do want to like fucking clown on New England for a hot second because they spent like most of the week leading up to the AFC Championship being like, no one believes in us and everyone thinks we suck. Which one? They clearly don't understand <laughs> what we mean when we say that you suck. It's yeah. not that we think you're bad. It's that we hate you. Like wrong definition of suck. Um, yeah. Yeah, they chip on a shoulder for no fucking reason. Yeah, at all. <laughs> just go away. It's, no one likes you. Go shut up. You suck. Like that's what we're saying. Um, but yeah, no one thinks they're bad. They've played eight straight AFC Championship games and three straight Super Bowls. Yeah, no one is saying that you're bad. I think the Patriots are just trying to like channel that energy that they had in like 2001 to like 2004, where actually they were kind of the underdogs. Yeah, like they weren't. They didn't have, like, their quarterback wasn't as spectacular, greatest of all time quarterback. They didn't really have, like, like big names. Like, their defense was helmed by, like, Ty Law and shit. And, like, they just were a very solid football team. And you could say that they were, you know, and that they weren't really the favorites in most of these Super Bowls. But then they fucking won anyway. Yeah, they did. Like, <laughs> that was it 01, 03, 04? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, like... I don't know. Like, and Teddy Bruschi was there looking like, what if you made a person out of cardboard boxes? Rodney like, Harrison, Dion Branch. Yeah. Pretty good football players, but not, like, superstar names. They're superstars because they won all those titles. Yeah. But, yeah. No, like, they became that later. Like, we, we didn't think you... We, no one thought New England sucked in the sense that we do now until they became good. And now yeah. we think they suck. 
So I feel like they're trying just trying to channel that energy from like back then because it's a good formula. <laughs> yeah. No, it worked for it worked for them then, and now they're like now they're pretending that it still applies, but it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. No, they're too good. They're way too good. They're. I was going to say shockingly good. I'm like, no, it's not actually shocking. They're just fucking amazing. No, they're just regular good. Um, yeah, and like Julian Edelman was selling shirts that were like, bet against us. And then someone asked him about it. He's like, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Why is so sh- what a weirdo, dude. So, it's so fucking bizarre. There's there's so many weirdos on that team. And the weirdest one is Tom fucking Brady, who like, his, if you, are you familiar with his lifestyle brand? Oh, of course. TB12. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the dude's like a new age self help girl, but what if he was a football player? Like, <laughs> it's obscene. Um, yeah, sitting here like you got to drink all nine kinds of water. <laughs> what, are, what are the nine kinds of water? I don't know. I should look that up, but I don't remember. Um, I should have. I should have looked that up ahead of time. Is nine kinds of water a real thing? I think so. I'm. I'm That's gonna, I'll, I'm gonna fucking Google it right okay. now. Yeah, apparently Brady drinks 37 glasses of water per day. Um, okay. He's one half of your body weight in ounces of water every day at a minimum. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he also thinks water can prevent sunburns. Um, he, Yeah, he's... Um, it's weird. He's a weird guy. Um, Water's really good for you, but what are the nine kinds? I just got to know what these nine <laughs> kinds... Like, what? Nine I'm, kinds of water? I'm I thought that was a joke this, when but... you said it. I was like, wait... I feel I feel like it was in a spread in like GQ or something where he's like talking about like this is part of where this uh, comes from and this and like he was just like well okay. there's different styles of water I imagine what he's doing is getting confused about hard and soft water yeah and, like mineral and sparkling and seltzer yeah like, sure it's there's like the nine <laughs> kinds of water he's like we got Calistoga water <laughs> we got Lacroix up in here we've got we've, <laughs> we've got Evian and Voss all the nine kinds and, of water and you got to balance them you got to balance them out to get the maximum results I'd maximum be, I'd be drinking wicked water <laughs> wicked fucking water. Tommy it's, does it. <laughs> it's weird because there's no way that he has a fucking a fucking New England accent, but I just wish that he did. Yeah, it would, it would just put the, the icing on The fact that he hasn't, like, developed one over time is kind of strange. Well, he's, he's from, like, the same uh, area as me, and it's it's impossible for us not to talk like California. Yeah, that's fair. So, right? so yeah. it's like it's, no matter where I go, I'm just going to talk like this. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's Giselle's husband for you. Um. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. The Patriots, too, like, you gotta... I unpleasantly am forced to admit that Bill Belichick is a fucking genius. Oh, yeah. Um, like, he's... 100%. He's gotta, he's gotta be the greatest uh, football coach of all time. Yeah. I would... I don't think there's any getting around it, whether or not you want to uh, admit it or not. But he's yeah. the best. Um, you could probably have to start saying the same thing about Tom Brady at this point, which is... Oh, yeah. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. I just don't... I'm not ready to say that he's the best football player of all time, because that could... That's such a hard yeah. Different. Yeah, <laughs> we've gotten into this like, bef- yeah, yeah, we've talked about the that. Greatest quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah easily, one million yeah. percent the greatest quarterback. Definitely of all time. the greatest quarterback of all time. And like, if he wasn't on the fucking Patriots and I didn't hate him so much, it'd be cool because like sixth round draft pick becomes greatest ever. Like that's awesome. Yeah. That's a that should be a great success story. And instead, I wish none of it ever happened. Yeah, like it's not it's ah, fucking annoying. <laughs> it's, 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 it's also bizarre like so like Belichick genius why are none of his coordinators who go to head coaching jobs any good at doing anything um 
fuck. I'm like trying to think. Like, did anyone actually? Did, how did Romeo Cronell do? Not good. Huh? Not good. He was like the he was among the worst coaches the Chiefs have ever had. Um, and McDaniel. McDaniel. Oh God, that dude. What'd he do? He showed up in Denver, immediately started talking about trading Jay Cutler for Matt Castle, pissed off Jay Cutler, and then ended up basically being forced to trade him for Kyle Orton and the draft pick that eventually became Tim Tebow. Um, he w- started 6-0, and ended up going 8-8, eight and eight, was 3-9 and nine in his second season, at which point he was fired. Yeah. Um, and then fucking John Fox took the same team to the playoffs two years later. <laughs> Yeah, with Peyton Manning. <laughs> no, no, that was the that was the Tebow playoffs. Oh, the Tebow playoffs. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, after then Manning was the year after the Tebow playoffs. Who was their running back during that? Because he did all. Um, no, Sean Moreno. No, Sean Moreno. Yeah, that's right. Because he did so much of the heavy lifting. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like they were running Wildcat a lot, which like. When you have Tim Tebow and you're in the Wildcat, you're probably just going to give it to the right back. <laughs> like you're going to snap it to the right back. You're not snapping it to Tim Tebow. No. Why, why involve Tim Tebow in it at all? It's just unnecessary. Um, they just had a really weird offense, and it was basically just like, had they just had a normal quarterback running like an eye formation or something with a fullback in the set and just handing it off to Sean Moreno, they probably would have been fine. Yeah, 100%. Um, but no, instead <laughs> the, we uh, got Tim Tebow completing nine passes in a playoff game and winning against the uh, Steelers. That was a great game. It was a great game. It was super fun. It was very enjoyable. Um, Watching Ben Roethlisberger lose is one of my favorite things. Oh, I love it. I yeah. Ben Roethlisberger is like one of the worst people in professional sports. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's top five worst people in professional sports. Didn't Marvin Harrison probably kill a couple of people? <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about this one time. And I was like, what? And then I looked it up later. And I'm like, oh, yeah. He kind of almost did a little bit of murders. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely known for getting into some shady shit. Um, wow. yeah. I wanted Patrick Mahomes to win that game. The whole fucking world Everybody wanted, wanted Patrick that. Mahomes to win the game. I really wanted to watch Patrick Mahomes go to a Super Bowl against the Saints and like have him and Drew Brees air it out over and over and over and over again. That would have been like, really cool. Yeah, just have a Super Bowl that ends fucking 77 to 74 or some shit. And like, Instead we get Los Angeles and Boston. Ugh, it's going to be really, really bad. It's um, going to suck that I have to root for the Rams. Mm-hmm. I don't want to root for the Rams. Yeah, That's this, degrading and embarrassing. Yeah, none of us wanted this at all. Um, nobody wanted this. Not even like, not even Rams fans, if there yeah. are any. <laughs> like, although I think there are a lot now. Yeah, I imagine that's improving, but I still don't think it's probably all that good. Like, yeah, if this if the Chargers had gone, nobody would give a shit. Like, <laughs> nobody would fucking care in the slightest. <laughs> the Rams like have a little bit of a following. If the Raiders had done the smart guy thing and moved to L.A. instead of. Um, moving to Las Vegas, and then come to, uh, and then had this happen, the L.A. would be all about it. People yeah. would be thrilled. But this could never happen because they have John Gruden as the coach. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's allergic to good players. He's, he is. Yeah. yeah. You take, your, uh, you take your stars and trade them for first-round picks that you hope turn into the people like almost as good as the stars you traded away. He was so good as an analyst. He was amazing at Be it. Be an yeah. analyst. Just shut He's up. so good. Yeah. Not Tony Romo good. But <laughs> pretty good. Tony Romo's amazing. Yeah, Tony Romo's the best. His ability to call a play before it happens mm-hmm. is one of the nuttiest fucking things I've ever seen, and I love it so much. I'm like, wow. 
How many did he? He called like six or seven in a row or yeah. something. He yeah. he called the drive, dude. Yeah. He, just, like, <laughs> he called just, like they're gonna do this and it's gonna drive. work, and he was right over and over and over again. Fucking, uh, did you see the tweet Bryce Harper sent out? Uh, yeah. That was uh, what did it say? Who can you guess who's who I'm gonna play for? <laughs> <laughs> Which that's fucking sad, Bryce. Yeah. Like, that's really fucking sad. That's. R.I.P. Free agency. <laughs> R.I.P. Free agency. Although it's it's um I've seen some arguments that it's actually a good sign that you're seeing uh, players speaking publicly that they feel that the system is not working. I know Evan Longoria is on record. Yeah. Um, you you shared me with me an article that from SB Nation about his comments um, that was quite good. Yeah. Um, we should plug that guy because that was a really good piece. Do you remember who wrote it? Doug Brazone of McCovey Chronicles. Mc- Doug Brazone of McCovey Chronicles. Great piece about Evan Longoria speaking out, the backlash that he received, and why that backlash is kind of dumb, and why you should hear him out about this labor issue, even though he makes millions of dollars. True. We talked about this last week. Just hear him out. Hear him out a little bit. It's a really good piece. Uh, definitely check it out. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, we did get the um, the unnecessary Rams um, defeating the uh, Peter likes them Saints in mm-hmm. overtime, thanks to one of the worst no calls possibly in any playoff game I've ever seen. Yeah, the referees handed handed the Rams a Super Bowl win. Mm-hmm. Like, if we thought the roughing the passer call from the second game was bad, the one <laughs> the, the non pass interference call from the first game was. It has to be the worst blown call of all time. Yeah, it's horrible. I've never seen anything like it. Well, and the guy who did it, I think his name is Roby Smith. Um, that's his last name, a hyphenated yeah. last name. I don't remember exactly, but somebody asked him about it. He was like, oh, yeah, no, that was pass interference. Like, yeah, he was trying to do it to stop the touchdown. Yeah, he w- he did it entirely on purpose. He was beat, and he knew the only way he could be unbeat was to smoke this guy, so he did. Mm-hmm. And he Make make it obvious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> make it very obvious. Yeah, because you could have called PI. You could have called PI and targeting on that play, um, uh-huh. and uh, they didn't get a- either one. any of that yeah. shit. <laughs> He's sitting there like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> oops, I kind of meant to, but I guess it worked out. Um, yeah, so now they get to go to a Super Bowl um, on yep. the back of CJ Anderson. On the back of CJ, yeah, Gurley got benched early. Yeah, uh, shit. that's weird both games were barn burners by the way each one was amazing uh both ot i've never been i don't think i've been this like happy about the way that the two championship games were competitive in a long time they just both both ended stupid yeah (laughs) i wish they could have ended differently one ended on a bad call and one ended with the patriots winning so yeah so the best the best week of football usually is in the books, which means the NFL season's over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which they'll celebrate this year with a Maroon 5 concert. Because um... <laughs> <laughs> everyone passed except for Maroon 5. Apparently <laughs> Imagine Dragons was all booked up. <laughs> they couldn't get Imagine Dragons. Maroon 5 was Imagine Dragons before Imagine Dragons could Imagine Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> they were all... <laughs> I'm sorry, I stole your joke. It's, I, it's fine. I don't think I was going to say it. <laughs> wanted to, I wanted to write that in the notes. Uh, yeah, no, football, I have a few things. Football is the Maroon 5 of sports. Yeah. Um, the Patriots are the Maroon 5 of football. Uh, debatable. Um, <laughs> LA is the Maroon 5 of cities. Fine. Um, Maroon 5 is the Padres of bands. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, t- I actually go with that one, yeah. By uh, So by modus ponens... 
it's the Padres of Super Bowls. I would disagree. (laughs) (laughs) But because to be the Padres of something, you must be generic. This is anything but generic. This is weird and controversial and, like, incredibly dumb. (laughs) Oh, so this is the Phil Jackson of Super Bowls. All right. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah, Think about that one. (laughs) I would say the fire fest of Super Bowls if we're going to remain on topic with what's going on in the world. Yeah, yeah, this weird, like, we have have, um, football's single, like, most obnoxious and, like, at this point, one of their most wildly popular franchises taking on this, I think the second, I think New York is still a bigger media market, so the second biggest media market in the biggest sports game of the year, and all of us are just sitting here like, oh, I don't want to fucking watch this. Yeah, it's weird, uh, but advertising dollars. Yeah, man, tons of them. Lots of ad, ad bunt money. Um, it's so- also weird when you think about, like, so these are big markets, but doesn't everyone already watch the Super Bowl? Yeah. Who's gonna Who gives a who's shit? Who's gonna tune in that normally wouldn't? <laughs> in yeah. Los Angeles and Boston. Yeah, no, we everyone who's gonna watch the Super Bowl is gonna watch the Super Bowl regardless. All like, right. We so all already do it. So. Yeah. No yeah. one is like, well, I wasn't gonna watch, but you know, now that the Rams are there. <laughs> <laughs> now that Jared Goff is, <laughs> is going to a Super Bowl. Shout out to Jared Goff. Yeah. Cal Bears, we out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Or like fucking... Um, I'm embarrassed to say that. Yeah, well, whatever. Um, I imagine there's probably some weirdo somewhere who's like, I don't know, Cooper Cup's not in it, so I'm good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. I don't know. It could be fun. I really... I mean, hopefully it's at least like a good game, I guess. Like, I'll be, I'll actually be able to watch it because they canceled work. Um, yeah. So. so, speaking of the Super Bowl, let's go off, let's go off notes real quick. Yeah. What's... Your favorite and least favorite Super Bowls? Um, my favorite Super Bowl is um, Broncos Packers. Okay. Um, the uh... hold on. Let's let's actually time out now. Okay. Favorite Super Bowl that doesn't involve the team that you like. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, okay. <laughs> yeah, that'll be easy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, that's fair enough because that then eliminates yeah. also my least favorite. Yeah. Um, so my favorite Super Bowl is probably it's got to be 2007 um eli takes down the undefeated patriots okay and that you get the tyree catch and like all that shit and i was gonna say that one too yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was fucking great um my least favorite would be um the uh falcons patriots one where the falcons were up 28 to 3 and the patriots came back and won Except I moved that night. Like, I got off work at, like, 3 in the morning, spent the entire night moving in order to be out of my apartment on time, and tried to watch the Super Bowl at a friend's house who had helped me um, when they woke up later. And I fell asleep for the second half. So I basically just woke up, watched the Patriots score a game-winning touchdown in overtime, and then I fell back asleep. Nice. Yeah. Um, So I missed that one, which probably saved me some years off my life. So after that... You know, honestly, I gotta go. Um, what was it? Twenty thirteen was the Seahawks. I know you said no local teams, but the Seahawks. No, no, no won. team that you like. Yeah, well, oh, it was yeah, the Seahawks was, Broncos one, yeah. which like obviously was unpleasant for me in a very specific way. But also, like that game just wasn't fucking fun to watch. It was really bad. Um, the only thing we got out yeah. of that Super Bowl was Katy Perry and Right Shark Left Shark. Yeah, that was it. Like that was it. Like it just was terrible to watch, and obviously, like, I just had a really unpleasant time. 
Um, and I was, I don't know, I was stuck in the uh, Victor's City that just beat my team, so that was that blue. Beyond that, it was honestly probably watching the Patriots beat the Seahawks the next year. Not because I give a shit about the Seahawks, and I was a little bit schadenfreudedly mm-hmm. like happy to see them lose. But like everybody around me was just fucking bummed out, and yeah. uh, I had to watch the Patriots win a Super Bowl. It sucked. Yeah, it's funny that you <laughs> mentioned that one, because my favorite Super Bowl, actually, my favorite Super Bowl was the Manning and Brady one, mm-hmm. where Eli took him down, but I'm not going to say that because he said it, and the uh, 98 um, Rams... Titans. Oh, that one was, was really fucking, fucking good. A fucking barn burner. That was super good. <laughs> wasn't that one, no, that was 2000, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was 99, 2000. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. the, the 98, 99, that was um, the uh, second well, Broncos yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right. So th- that one would have been my favorite had we not talked about it last week and I wasn't going to mention <laughs> it again. So my other favorite that cascades down... <laughs> that I'm going to talk about is the one you just mentioned as not being as being your least favorite, mm-hmm. and that is that is the pick six in the end, or the the interception in the end zone. Oh my god, it's so fucking that funny. the Seahawks committed, and I've never I'm never gonna forget that. I I mean it's weird to say that the Patriots brought me joy, but they brought me joy. Yeah. They brought me a lot of joy. It wasn't even the Patriots that fucking did it. No, it's just, it's just Malcolm it's Butler has a hold, yeah. Malcolm Butler holds a special place in my heart from now on. Um, it was funny. I was at a bar with a friend of mine here in Seattle watching that game, and they like everyone was amped because they were sure they were going to win. Like they had the ball on the one yard line with like time running out, and oh, it was yeah. first down. Like everybody there was like certain they were going to do. Like obviously, you know, watching sports is stressful. They're trying to score to go ahead, but you could tell that like everyone just really believed it was going to happen. And then the interception happened, and there's just a whole a pall falls over the room. It just goes dead silent. <laughs> I'm just sitting. I'm sitting here like fucking half drunk, and I'm just like, just I don't care. I just go, why the fuck wouldn't you run the ball? And then I just sit back, and everyone's yeah. just like sad. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I love Richard Sherman's reaction to that. Like he just looked disgusted and like mortified. that gif is great. It's fantastic. It was like I. It's my third favorite Super Bowl <laughs> of all time. My least favorite Super Bowl. I'm like trying to think of a blowout. I'm like, what? Which which was one of these Super Bowls I didn't fucking watch or care about? Oh, here's the one: um, Giants and Ravens. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The that first, was 2001. The, yeah, yeah. Kerry Collins was the Giants quarterback. Trent Dilfer was the Ravens quarterback. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. Everybody was lionizing um, accomplice to murder Ray Lewis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ray Lewis won a Super Bowl. They previously did a murder, <laughs> so that like actually killed a dude. So that was weird, and yeah, it just wasn't a watchable game. It was kind of boring. As Jamal Lewis played well, <laughs> that's cool. I guess. That's neat. Yeah, yeah. Second, yeah. You know what else is a good pick for a bad one is, especially if you don't have a rooting interest, is um, the uh, the um, second uh, Elway Super Bowl, um, the uh, Falcons Broncos one. Oh, yeah. Because, like, that sucked to watch. Like, I enjoyed it because, you know, I enjoyed it the same way Seahawks fans enjoyed watching the Seahawks blow out the Broncos. But, like, if you're a neutral observer, there's no way that was enjoyable. Like, that had to suck. I remember it mostly because I was really excited for this show to premiere called Family Guy right after the (laughs) Super Bowl for the first. And I watched it and was like, okay, that's kind of funny. (laughs) But I was like, 
13 or something. Yeah, Forgive yeah. me for liking Family Guy when I was 13. And I know it's it's problematic. And let's open some beers Let's now. open them. To Family Guy. To Family Which Guy. I can edit out. Yeah. Yeah, shouldn't. <laughs> Fuck Family Guy. Fuck Seth MacFarlane. Especially for making the Orville. The premise of which, what if Star Trek, but for me. <laughs> that is what that show is. There's, that show serves no one but him. No, nobody like, cares. I love Star Trek, but I want to do it with me and I make it funny like one of my shows, kind of. Yeah, it's Star Trek fanfic <laughs> by for by and for a rich guy. Like, Man, being, fuck that being, show. Rich, being rich and white must be so fucking tight. It's gotta be rad. It's gotta be so cool. <laughs> I'm halfway there. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I do. I do want to argue that that 2000 or 1997 um, Broncos Packers Super Bowl is objectively great. Yeah, that was yeah. a good one. Yeah. Far, yeah. far of Elway. Um, you had an iconic play, like the helicopter spin. The helicopter spin. That was tight. Terrell Davis just tearing shit up. Like it was brilliant. It was super fun. It was a great. It was a great game, and it was fun to watch. Now we can go to instant replay. Ooh, yeah. So because like so after that. Um, uh, that P.I. missed call, um, which definitely the wrong call, definitely blown. Um, there are people, the, or the NFL at least, has said they are going to look into using instant replay to review possible penalties, um, specifically pass interference. But I, know, I have a lot, of, so I have a lot of opinions about instant replay. Um, most of which are that I don't like it, um, and like. PI is already part of the CFL and everyone hates it. And if you start trying to review in, like penalties in football, where's, where does the fucking rabbit hole stop with that? Like I'm, I, it's to me, it's yeah. deeply concerning. Yeah. I mean, it seems like something that advertisers might like because they'll be able to just like fit new spaces to put ads in there. It'd be like yeah. the instant <laughs> replay brought to you by general electric Buy a smart fridge. Buy it, buy it, buy it now. Um, yeah, I fuck, I do, so I do not like instant replay at all. I don't think, I think that even in its current iteration in every sport, it shouldn't be used. I think it's not worth it. I think that we should all just fucking have to live with the call on the floor. Like, even in baseball, like in, uh, slides and stuff? And yeah, I think that's it. I think that, like, one, Home so, runs? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I think, one, um, I think there's more than a couple, like, deeply iconic uh, historical sport, sports moments that might have been overturned um, had we done this and that, then they never would happen. Specifically, oh, yeah. there's the immaculate reception. Um, mm -hmm. Like, There's a lot of cases to be made that that ball hit the ground before the guy caught it. Um, the, mirror, the, the Music City Miracle. Music City Miracle, which, would go, which helped lead to one of the best Super Bowls ever. Yeah. Um, and it was probably a forward pass. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> I think it kind of was. Yeah, um, like was it dope? Yes, it was. It was so cool. And um, yeah, and then um, I think that there's a pl that's plausible that um, the Johnny Bench home run, like that iconic one where they actually aired him trying to will the ball back into fa fair territory, that could have been overturned. I think. Um, Wasn't that Carlton Fisk? Carlton Fisk, not Johnny Bench. Yeah, I'm dumb. I'm getting my Reds catchers confused. Um, it was a Red Sox player who cares okay <laughs> <laughs> or was it pesky was it the pesky pole never mind yeah. i'm getting my red Sox mixed up now <laughs> i think the pe i think the pesky pole is the one in right field where it hooks in and oh, yeah, it's yeah. only like 280 the feet pole. and the yeah. other one there's the carlton fisk yeah it in. Yeah, yeah yeah over the yeah. green monster yeah 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 
Johnny Bench, Carlton Fisk, same person. Um, not like not remotely. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> one's the greatest catcher that ever lived, and the other is Carlton Fisk. <laughs> but okay, let's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, so I'm cool. So, so one of the things that I think is really significant about, and this this is. I'm going to use baseball as a specific example, right? Like, you get a play on a slide at the plate, right? And I think there's... Sports are more enjoyable, more dramatic, and more... Um, they mean more to you when you get that gratification of, like, there's the slide, and the umpire makes a call safe or out, and that's it. And that's just, like, instead of it being like, I don't know, let's cut to commercial for a while, and then we'll come back and tell you whether or not the thing that happened actually happened. Um, yeah, that is kind of whack, and yeah. I think that does that does lead to like great moments just being like, oh, turns out that wasn't great. Never mind. Yeah. Well, and also like in the like in our era, like every time there's a extremely dope catch, we like we spend now the next ten minutes with someone trying to tell us whether or not it was an extremely dope catch or just a thing that happened and doesn't matter and that drives me nuts like i'm like that uh cla- the um iconic o um odell beckham catch um yeah that one-handed grab like they reviewed that endlessly like it was pretty like one it was pretty obvious that it was in fact a catch but they looked at it for a long time and it took away from like the moment itself yeah and, like especially in football when you want to be such a narrative driven um sport it's worth uh, it's worth allowing the moments to stand on their own as opposed to trying to endlessly review them. Hmm. Yeah, I I, I kind of I, I I mean I like it when they get things right, but I also at the end of the day this is entertainment. Yeah. And while I would want every single thing to be right, I also understand that like it's not that entertaining watching a replay. No, it's it's, it's actually zero percent entertaining. <laughs> when I say not that entertaining, it is not entertaining at all. Uh, I, I mean, in the NFL is so weird now that I just, I don't even, I've been watching that sport since I was like four. Yeah. And I don't know what a catch in the end zone is. I see one with my own plain eyes and go, that's a catch. But I mean, I don't, what? I don't, maybe it is. Maybe, and I it's can't tell anymore. Definitely a catch. But I still have this second guessing of myself because no one knows what the fuck a catch is. Damn. The NFL rule book is like denser than the dictionary at this point. Like there's so much like defining things and like trying to explain and like no one's i still don't know what a football move is Yeah, what's a football move yeah i don't know do the heisman pose is it the same or different than a good clean football play um (laughs) 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 all all plays must involve one heisman pose held for half half a second or more (laughs) in order to count (laughs) Um, unless you're getting tackled yeah like i'm i am only so I'm da- I'm against instant replay because of the way it interferes with the flow of games and the way it interferes with us um, enjoying the tempo of things. Like you can't like fucking with the pattern and the rhythm of what I'm trying to watch. Like that's what I don't like. I'm not against like using technology to be more correct. Like yeah, I'm with you. I would rather be, have every call be right, but I don't want that at the expense of the actual enjoyment I get out of watching sports. I don't want to like stop every like I don't want somebody in a booth to be looking at a replay of every single NFL play, especially if they're looking at penalties. Like we're just gonna sit there. And they're going to be like, all right, well, here's a hold. Here's some defensive holding. That's PI. This is, um, that guy moved early, so that's a false start. Yeah. And this guy was lined up slightly in the neutral zone. So let's balance all these out. And now it's first and 22. Um, and we've been watching this game for 30 minutes, and we still haven't seen a play that counted. 
Yeah. Like, so are you saying that if let's talk baseball real quick? Sure. If they could eliminate all of those replays in baseball, and then and then enact robot umpire. Would you be okay with that? I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm actually totally down with that. As long as we all accept that robot umpire is right and we do not question robot umpire. Robot umpire can't be wrong because it's a robot. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I would be fine with a computerized strike zone. Okay. Like, that's fine And then not even have an ump back there and have it be literally a robot going, strike, yeah. <laughs> ball. I mean, you could even put the guy there with like an earpiece so he can just like in, uh, interpret or indicate what the robot said. Well, that's it's just like... embarrassing for that guy. <laughs> I just want a robot there now. Hey, I want I'm, an I'm... 80s style robot with like on wheels. <laughs> hey, I'm just talking about saving the labor pool here. Um... I That guy can still <laughs> do umpire stuff. He just can't be behind the plate. He can do other things. He could like refill the robot battery and... <laughs> Like, make sure that the robot's firmware is like updated and then like he, i still want that guy to have a job don't you put that on me it's just his job is now assisting the robot that's fine like i'm totally cool with that as long as like you're not we're not like turning around and like waiting for someone to accumulate robot results like i just if if all we had was a light that turned green if it was a strike as long as that's instantaneous and does not inf- affect the pace of play I'm down. I'm fine yeah. with that. I can't wait. The, the thing that, about Robot Umpire, to me, that like makes me so happy just thinking that it, this might happen sometime in like the future, is that some player, some motherfucking player is going to try and fight Robot Umpire. <laughs> you know Madison Bumgarner is going to be like, that was a strike. Um, what, what the fuck? What and the Robot's fuck? just like, now, ball. <laughs> this is bullshit. And tries, literally steps up to the fucking robot. I... It's just like a guy named Mike with a laptop. He's like, don't yell at me. <laughs> the, the robot maces him. <laughs> Initiating defense sequence. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. This, this is now baseball being... This is how baseball <laughs> appeals to the millennials. Yeah. The millennials. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know how you do something like that with, like, tag plays. You know, I don't. I think you probably still need... You have to use humans. Yeah, yeah you still need someone there to make a judgment call. But, um... I'm okay there's, with, yeah. Yeah, there's other ways to do that. I'm okay with tag plays, like, not being on replay. Yeah. Because then there's these plays where, like, you'll slide, into, a player will slide into second base, and, like, it's, like, kind of a sloppy little play, and, like, kind of, like, leave the bag for a split second and while the, while the defender has the ball on them the whole time. So, like, for that, like, tiny split second that they were, like, a millimeter off the bag, they're now out. Yeah. And the umpires have to call it out, even yeah. though it's the stupidest fucking thing in the I don't world. think they want to do that either. Like, I think they're just like, this is fucking dumb. But yeah, no one wants the to rules, do that, they so... have to. Yeah. yeah, everyone's better off having a robot umpire than that shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, it's just... It's, I hate it. I, I, yeah, I just really don't like it. I don't like, I don't like um, them trying to uh, figure out uh, who touched the ball last in basketball. I don't even like it when they're trying to review whether or not a guy's toe was on the three-point line or not. Like, they called it the way they called it. Shut the fuck up. Like, there was a uh, play in the... Um, I forget what round of the NBA playoffs it was last year where LeBron got a chase-down block where on super-duper extra slow-mo replay you can tell the ball just barely gets to the backboard before he swats it back off the backboard which technically is goaltending yeah there is absolutely no way in the world watching that at normal human speed you would ever know 
Yeah. It doesn't look like it at all because it's so quick and so bang, bang. And that there's nothing wrong with that. Like, Wait, did they call that back? No, they, they didn't. No, oh, they so couldn't. you're talking about the Iguodala chase down block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was fucking amazing. Yeah. Thank God they didn't. They, thank God that isn't a rule to have that called back. Yeah, well, and then, like, the NBA actually, like, enforced a charging penalty on LeBron, again, in the uh, game one of the finals. Um on a replay that was about something else entirely or something ridiculous. I forget. I forget exactly how it went, but it's fucking obnoxious. Like, let the call stand. We all, like, we're all conditioned to live with this, or we should be. Like, sure. Yeah. Like, Saints fans are going to complain about this call until the end of time. And that's fine. Like, I get it. And in two years, I'm going to be so sick of hearing it that I'm going to be glad that it happened. But, um, I actually stole that line from somebody, but, um, it's true. Um, I, I was I was tired of hearing fucking Seahawks fans bitch about how they got uh, robbed by the um, by the refs in um, the 2005 Super Bowl after about two weeks of being here. See, see that the thing about that is yeah. they can say that and everyone will believe them because the funny thing about that Super Bowl is is that no one watched, so no one knows. <laughs> so if a Seahawks fan told me that like 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 Troy Polamalu actually took flight. And wings sprouted out <laughs> of his back, and he flew around, and that should be cheating. I would be like, "Oh yeah, that's that checks out, bro." Sure. Yeah, sure. I saw that too, even though I did not watch that Super Bowl because no one watched that Super Bowl. No, it's <laughs> literally no Steelers super- fans and and Seahawks fans watch that Super Bowl. That Super Bowl actually, we should have had that one on the list of like least fun Super Bowls. <laughs> I could, I would never know. <laughs> yeah, I forgot I that it happened. Know that it happened. <laughs> that was the Padres of Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah, that's the Padres of Super Bowls. That one, the one yeah. that no one watched. No one fucking knows about it. Like nobody cared. Matt Hasselbeck yeah. was in it. It can't. Be be the worst because I don't know what happened other than the Seahawks lost. And I only know that because no and one Heinz around Ward me shut up about it. And Heinz Ward won MVP. Cool. Good for him. Um, yeah, like, so, yeah, I don't know. You get into this instant replay thing, and it's all about, like, human error in officiating and trying to correct it. So, like, who has the worst refs, I guess? Who do you think, like, what sport do you think needs the biggest upgrade in terms of that human counterpart of enforcing the rules? Baseball. Yeah. Yeah, because they get they get the most emotional. Uh, they'll fight you. Yeah, they, they will. will fight you. It's not. I'm not saying. Oh, they'll fight you. No, they'll fucking fight they you. Will, These referees will. will yell at you. They'll hold a grudge, and then they they'll 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 give you shitty calls for the rest of your career because they feel like it. And yeah. if you if you call them on it, they get real in their feelings about it. It's called ump show. Is when the umpires make the game about them. <laughs> I've seen that happen a lot. Yeah, um, people compl- far too often. The, the most common complaint I hear is about the NBA. Um, people saying that they don't watch the NBA. They think the refereeing is bad. That people get away with traveling. All that shit. This is always someone who's like sitting there telling me that college sports are better than professional sports. And honestly, it sounds kind of dog whistly to me every time mm-hmm. I hear it. Because one, these people seem to have no idea who Tim Donaghy is. Yeah. Which. If you're going to complain about NBA officiating, you better open with Tim Donaghy or I'm not interested in what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, which, if, you don't, if you're out there and you don't know, Tim Donaghy actually admitted to shaving points as a referee in order to win money and uh, help out his bookie friends. Yeah. Um, but, which, yeah, that's, super, that's fucked up and that's a big problem. Yeah, I mean, but you also see these guys and they'll have somebody like Russell Westbrook like yelling at them a lot and you just can just tell they're like... Man, Lee, knock it off! Like I'm just over here, like calling the game. Like, they don't, they don't seem to like get that mad. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I, I don't think they're that bad. I mean, they they get things wrong, and they have had a history close to 20 years ago of where it was pretty obvious they were they were, you know, 
trying to get certain teams yeah. into the finals. I don't know which one yeah. from Los Angeles who wears purple and gold. <laughs> I don't know. We, we, we may never know. We may never we know. We may never know which, which team, um, team that Kobe was on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was the Hornets. I don't yeah. know. It was probably the Mets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, that's true. Like, there, there is, like, a kind of a rotten history in NBA officiating. But it's also, like, these days I watch these games and I don't think it's really that bad. Um, no, 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 yeah. When people are complaining about traveling, it's just they don't know what traveling is. No, and, like, also, these dudes are freaks. Yeah. Like, you don't, people are like, how did he cover that much ground without taking a dribble? Maybe because he's 6'9". Yeah, because he's Giannis Antetokounmpo and it takes him literally two steps to get from half court to the paint. Yeah, like, he's just a lot taller than you and you can't tell because they're yeah. on TV. Yeah, and you're just like, you must be cheating. Yep, yeah. that's it. Gotta be. They should be passing the ball more. <laughs> I had a I had a chance back in the day to sit. It was I wasn't courtside, but I was like four rows back at a Nuggets game. Um, I do not even remember how I got this ticket, but I was not complaining. Uh, we got there early, um, and I was just watching Marcus Camby shoot free throws, and that was when it hit me how tall like six eleven really fucking is. Like these people are enormous. Yeah. They are giants, and they move like. They move like professional athletes. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, they're, they're really, really good at this. And they're, yeah. in, they're gigantic. So, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think traveling is an issue in the NBA, like, even a little. I think you're just, I think they're just that good. Yeah. Unless it's James Harden that it's kind of questionable. Yeah, yeah well, that James, we Harden, really James Harden is pushing the boundaries up for me right yeah. now. His gather step is not traveling. And then the second step is not traveling. Yeah. Anything more than that is traveling. Yeah. <laughs> And he's he's pushing the limits. I just also I'm so sick of him just like waiting for someone to sort of challenge the ball and him just going, I'm shooting now. Oh yeah, that's my favorite. And then he gets a foul that he that's three shots. Yeah, God. He gets most he gets a gigantic amount of his points from the free throw line. Yeah. Which like James Harden, like I don't know. I've said this so many times. Like James Harden, objectively good. I just don't want to ever watch him play basketball again. No. 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 I've seen it. I'm, it's not getting any different. But yeah, like like you said, like some of the worst refs. I mean, NFL refs, despite this past weekend, are generally kind of good. I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't ever say they were worse than baseballs. Well, baseballs, legitimately, they have a problem. They have an issue, yeah. They have an issue with, like, umpires being the, the show. NFL, yeah. they're trying, they just can't do it. Yeah. I think well, the NFL, just, they don't... They don't the referees just can't catch everything. There's too much going on. Yeah, there's like, that's 22 people engaged in a series of wildly different activities being monitored by what? Four or five people? Yeah. <laughs> they need 800 refs out there yeah, they to need really a, get it. They need they, What they need are more people who are refereeing. And they need, they sh- honestly, they should make sure that these are full-time employees. Like, these guys should be, in the off-season, these guys should be watching game films all the time. And, like, being trained up on the rule book and, like, all these things. Yeah. Like, they need they they need a they need a full time staff more than any other professional sport, mm-hmm. um, just because there's so much happening and the rule book is so dense and there's there's just enough there can be things that are so open to interpretation. Like the one thing you can say about the MLB because like all the problems with MLB officiating is about what what where is the strike zone, safer out like all these sorts of things you know, but when something happens there is a rule in the book that is explicit and inarguable in baseball like 
they've yeah. they've thought of pretty much every event. There is a rule that specifically uh, states what hap- what the rule what happens if a player hits a fly ball that hits a bird and then the ball is caught. <laughs> what happens? Uh, batter's out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. A fucking no, billion-year-old in... sport. <laughs> yeah, it's in the rules. It's specifically in the rules. Like, they already... Ha- when when uh, Randy Johnson hit that bird with a fastball, there was already a rule in the book for that, which is no pitch. Yeah. That's it. Like, they, like they, there was no discussion about what should happen. It was already there. So, yeah. The rules in baseball are great. The umpires are terrible. Yeah. Um, the rules in football are terrible. The referees are doing what they can. <laughs> the referees are doing their best. Except for in the NFC title game. Yeah. Yeah, which, which they, they, they blew. They blew that one so, so badly. Yeah. All right. Well, should we move on to the Hall of Fame? Yep. The MLB Hall of Fame. We've got Roy Holiday, Mariano Rivera, Edgar Martinez, and Mike Mussina. All good picks, I think. Um, and Harold Baines. Oh, yeah. And Harold Baines. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Fuck it. Put Harold Baines in the Hall of Fame. I don't I care. It's not the worst <laughs> thing in the world. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, no, real happy, like, Mariano, great. Definitely should be there. Greatest closer ever, right? Yeah. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, Roy Halladay. Roy Halladay, I guess Roy Halladay's numbers aren't as good as I thought they were, um, but he was still, like, one of the more dominant pitchers of his era. He was also, and, um... He was a, a Cy Young ace caliber pitcher from, like, 2003 to 2010. Yeah, that's a huge win. That's, that's a, a long time peak. to go of being really, really, yeah. really, really, really fucking good. Yeah, especially as a pitcher, because, like, those guys are liable to crater at any moment. Yeah. Like, and uh, Edgar, obviously a good choice. Um, it took him too long to get into the hall. Um, he should have been there years ago. But at least at least they got around to it. So. Yeah. Um, Mussina, I am... I. You you were making fun of me for not liking Mike Messina. I thought you didn't like him for some reason. No, I do like Mike Messina. Um, his uh, number. So if you look at his actual numbers, they're not great. But he was also pitching during the steroid era with a lot of inflated hitting stats, yeah. and he was still pretty good. Um, and he also was on bad teams. Like, but he's basically a really good argument for greatness not being um, totally uh, encapsulated in like pure counting stats. Well, I thought I, I just thought the reasoning is because he was an elite. Um, one to two pitcher from like the mid nineties to like the late two thousands. Yeah, no, he That's was he went he was very awesome very very long time. time being. He just probably isn't gonna be your ace of aces, but still be an ace on most teams. Yeah, and he was good enough to like you know be a top tier pitcher during the steroid era, which was very difficult. Yeah, like one of the thing like so one of the funny stats about Mike Mussina is so he started the 33rd most games in history and won the 33rd most games in history which oh. if you like hearing it out loud makes it sound like okay so he won games at a league average rate which is one of the knocks that people were trying to use against him but that's not I don't think that's actually significant like cuz he was not on he was not on great teams for a long time even when he was on the Yankees he was not there for the fucking like late 90s just world destroyers. He was there for yeah. like the two thousands when they were kind of fighting, like they were struggling a little bit and he was still excellent. He was just excellent consistently for a long, long time. And, uh, yeah, he's, a. Uh, I think he's great. I think Mike Messina absolutely should be in the hall of fame. I think he's, he's also a point for like, like, would you say Felix isn't a hall of famer because his, the Mariners have sucked. 
No, no, yeah. of course, Felix is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, no, no argument, right? And yeah. uh, but like his record's not going to be there. Like the wins aren't going to be there. Oh yeah, well we don't. Counting wins is like that. That's out the door in baseball. Now. Yeah, well I know, and like I'm talk, I'm preaching yeah. to the choir on this, but like this is still a case that like some of these dudes are using. Like the, there was a guy who voted for Mariano Rivera and no one else. <laughs> what a dickhead! Yeah, right. Like <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> yeah. Also. So, Rivera is the first ever unanimous Hall of Famer. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I actually didn't know that. But I kind of ha- I kind of knew it, but like when I saw you write it in the notes, I just like yeah. laughed. I'm like, <laughs> so you're saying Willie Mays isn't a unanimous <laughs> Hall of Famer? No. Okay. Yeah. Jackie Robinson? Nope. Not unanimous? Okay. Uh, Ted Williams. No. Nope. White people love Ted. Okay. <laughs> no. First ever. Um, which, uh, wow. so fuck the Yankees, obviously, yeah. because I think that's, ob- that's clearly got something to do with it. Um, beyond that, but like, it's, there's also a bunch of guys who like when Griffey was up a couple years ago, were like, well, I would never vote for a first year player. Like he got in with like almost 99% of the vote and there were guys like writing op-eds like I didn't vote for Griffey because I don't use my votes on first year players. Clearly some of these motherfuckers changed their mind in the last two years. Or they're ineligible. Yeah, that's that's actually possible too. Because yeah. they don't actively cover baseball. Anymore. Although there's still you have pe- to be ten years at like within ten years of having covered baseball professionally. Because okay. there's still plenty of guys who don't are not specifically baseball writers who can vote, as I understand it. Yeah, they have to have ten years of service time, I believe. That makes sense. Yeah, and then once you get that ten years, you can vote. And then for ten years, you can vote as long as like or after you're done. So that's a really long time. Yeah, that is a long time. <laughs> that is wild. Like if you if you last wrote. 10 years ago, like, the Yankees won a World Series, I guess, like, Hideki Matsui <laughs> was, like, the the World Series MVP. Fucking weird, dude. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. All right. That's, and that's your last time covering baseball, and now you're definitely not fit to cover baseball now. No. Like, or vote now. It's weird that they have that. You should just be an active writer. You shouldn't be, like, a dude who used to write ten years ago. No, you should be doing this now. Like, if you're not actively looking at baseball now, then what do you have to say about anything, really? Yeah. You're just one of those dudes who doesn't like baseball. (laughs) Who talks a lot about baseball, which is... There's a lot of them. Yeah. It's weird. So... Let's go to, uh, we'll do like a little mini hype drag. Let's hype these, uh, the new guys going to the Hall of Fame class, because I like all of them. And, uh, mm-hmm. so, what do you, what, what do we got? Let's start with Mariano Rivera. Um, Mariano Rivera is the scariest relief pitcher of all time. And there was never any doubt in my life watching him from when I was a kid to like as an adult that when he was out there, he was going to close that fucking game out. Yeah. <laughs> like I've never been so sure of anything in my life, unless of course he was against the Red Sox in '04, which or case, uh, the Diamondbacks was... in '01. Oh yeah, that shit was magic though. Yeah. Except for the Diamondbacks, that was yeah. just fluky garbage. <laughs> Way to play your fucking play, Derek Jeter, like three steps back. Luis Gonzalez <laughs> does not hit that garbage ass single. I guarantee you. Why do they have the infield in? Maybe I have no fucking clue. There was probably a good reason, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure there was one out. Why wasn't he at double play depth? I don't know. i'm just mad about that single being like or that hit being a single like that's an out it should have been an out but on the other hand the yankees lost so i was fine with it yeah he he's i mean he's the greatest 
relief pitcher of all time. Yeah, his uh, postseason stats are ridiculous. Yeah, he has an ERA of uh, .7, and he has the most uh, wins above replacement of any relief pitcher ever in the history of the world. So, yeah, there's absolutely no fucking doubt. No, none. Seems like a decent guy. Never done anything mm-hmm. shitty that I'm aware of. Yeah. So, hype and Mariano. What about Edgar? Edgar was the most consistent thing for the Mariners when they needed cons- consistency. Because Randy Johnson came, left. You know, they didn't have, like, a consistent superstar there. Well, they did, with which was Edgar. Griffey came and left. A-Rod showed up and did A-Rod stuff and left. <laughs> Then Ichiro arrived, and you know that was that was very stable for a very long time. But during that period before Ichiro arrived, everyone was just coming and going, and it was just like Edgar Martinez was the dude. He, he was. was always there, and he was always gonna be a Mariner. Dude and just showed up and hit doubles. Yeah, mm. that's perfect. Yeah, I perfect. love it. Awesome, awesome hitter for all of his career. Seattle sports icon, widely beloved. Um, mm-hmm. They lit up the. Uh, they lit up the light rail uh, signs, uh, Edgar Martinez, uh, yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah, last night during rush hour. That's rad. Let's go to Roy Holiday next, because he was, well, he was ahead of Edgar in the voting, but let's go to him now. Uh, yeah. He was a silent superstar in Toronto. Uh, the greatest ever player in Toronto Blue Jays history. Yeah. And there are some good players for Toronto. Uh, basically, for that stretch... That, Tor- that he was on Toronto, he was the best thing there. He didn't get a lot of fanfare from, like, the national media because he was in another country. <laughs> yeah. And their team wasn't good. They were just constantly in the shadow of the Yankees. And I remember how stoked I was when he got traded to the Phillies and actually had a chance to, like, go, oh, I'm going to go ape shit on some playoffs. And he did. He like, did. He, he was great. He no did everything. He, yeah, yeah, he did everything he was supposed to do. Um, Roy Halladay was great. Um, he seemed like an incredibly nice person. Yeah. Um, actually, I have a very remote personal connection to Roy Halladay in that um, we grew up in the same part of the country and played in the same uh, division in high school. Um, oh. he's much, he was much older than me, so obviously yeah. I never was around while he was around. But people st- like even before he made it into the majors, people still talked about him. Like Everybody was sure he was going to make it to the bigs. Everybody really liked him. I never heard any, never heard a bad word about him from a bunch of people who spent time around him. Like, yeah, man. seems like he was a great fucking dude. Uh, rest in peace, Roy Halladay. Um, he died a year ago, um, in a plane crash. Um, and, uh, it was very sad to hear it. And I hope only the best for his loved ones. Roy Holiday was the fucking dude. Roy Holiday was the dude. Um, he was great. Uh, change Cy Young Award to Roy Holiday Award? Yeah, change Cy Young Award. <laughs> Just anyone but Cy Young. He played in fucking Red Dead Redemption times. That's not real. It's not real. Stop calling it the Cy Young Award. <laughs> it's a substitute Stupid. geometry teacher. Dumb. Yeah. Fucking Cy Young. Cy Young. supposed to think that he's good at baseball. Well, he won 500 games because he pitched 1,500. Because he was like <laughs> one of five pitchers on his team. He had to pitch every day. Fucking <laughs> Cy Young. Stupid. I didn't even know what a curveball was. I'm sure well, he had, they had four pitches. Some, I'm sure he had a curveball of some sort. I don't know if it curved, but yeah. They call this the slow pitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is my fast pitch. Yeah. Then I got a medium. That's the good one. And Mike Messina, 
Mike the Messina. nice thing I want to say about him is that he's never said anything bigoted that I know of, so that's pretty sick. It's true. That's all I got. That's he all I got was, from Mike um, Messina. <laughs> he seemed like a really nice dude. Um, he actually he was started his career in Baltimore. He was drafted by Baltimore twice, actually. Um, and he before he went to the Yankees, he actually wanted to stay in Baltimore, but uh, Peter Angelos um, was just be like, I don't know, maybe he'll say Mike was finally like, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. I don't want to deal with this. And so he got a good contract with the Yankees, went and continued to be a good pitcher, continued to be a nice dude. Um, Mike Messina almost threw a perfect game five times. Oh, wow. Um, he, um, One of them, he got the first 13 batters out, uh, gave up a single, and then got the next uh, next 13 batters out. There were he lost two perfect games in the eighth inning, and he once lost a perfect game um, against the uh, Boston Red Sox. He got the first twenty six batters out, and with uh, two outs in the bottom of the ninth, he got Carl Everett of all people on a one two count, and Carl Everett then hit a bloop Texas League single over second base, (laughs) 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 and then he struck out the next guy. That fucking sucks. Yeah. So, yeah, Mike Messina almost, like, there's been a, a bunch more. I think, what are we at now? Like, 25 perfect games in Major League history? 22? Uh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, when he did it, it was, like, at 16, and he almost did it five fucking times. And that's pretty rad. Like, I don't know. Mike Messina is, like, the guy who deserves to be there because he almost was legendary, but yeah. not quite. He was... Incredible for so long. Yeah. So. He just never, he never, like, he's the guy, he's, he never managed to make it up that step that made everybody pay attention. Yeah. But. What do we want to get into? I'm just kind of rolling at this point. Like, I got nothing else I want to talk about. Uh, if we want to hit, if we want to hit UFC real quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Greg Hardy. Um, known domestic abuser, former uh, Dallas Cowboy, uh, former NFLer Greg Hardy, decided he wanted to be in the UFC and be a uh, mixed martial arts fighter. Uh, he had his first night um, on ESPN, I think, actually. And uh, he got DQ'd because he threw a deeply illegal knee to the head. Yeah. This whole thing, it's a bad situation where you have a dude known for doing violence. Yeah. And and then it's like, hey, let's have him do this violence where it's like, no, that's that's a bad idea. That's it's stupid. a bad plan. It's stupid. It's like... It's like, you don't want a sociopath out there. No. Like, if, if it's a combat sport, you're going to employ a sociopath that doesn't say much for what you think for the safety of the other fighters. No, and, like, fighters, they're, like, there's a lot of problematic guys in combat sports. Yeah. And, like, that's, but that's not shocking. Like, these are guys who engage with violence on a day-to-day level. But there's also, a, the majority of them, I would argue, are capable of separating what they do in terms of the sport and what their lives are. And Greg Hardy wasn't even capable of doing that in football. Yeah. Like, why are you now giving him a uh, platform to be violent at people for money? Like that's, that's pretty fucked up. Like UFC has like, has some issues with like abusers, um, white supremacists Mm -hmm. and just like assholes. Um, and, but they don't, it's not universal and they need to figure, they need to figure their shit out. I think. I don't. I don't know a shitload about uh, mixed martial arts or boxing, but there's plenty of guys who manage to do these things and not be dicks. Yeah. So and then everyone wants to excuse the dicks, like, well, they just exist in a culture of violence. Like, fuck you. So does so does a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know. UFC is whack. UFC is whack. Like if if all the if all the 
MLB Hall of Famers are the hype to our hype, hype drag, UFC is the drag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, UFC needs to fucking figure it out. Like, I remember when it first came out, like, I knew people who were into boxing, and they got excited about this because they're like, well, it's, it's a different style of combat, like... It's more you can watch like these different technical things they're doing. Like there's these grappling and wrestling things that are happening. There's all this stuff. Those people don't follow UFC anymore because they've been taken over by like angry fucking uh, douche bros in bad t-shirts. So, yeah, the NBA and Mellow. Oh. <laughs> I love how they're, they're just they're just getting sloppy. Like yeah. Mello, one second Mello's like taking pictures fishing, looking like he's the happiest dude on the planet. Next thing you know, it's like he might go to the Lakers. Well, he got traded to the Bulls, but yeah, he, he's not playing for them. Obviously, it's just, it's just this. This is like a bad breakup to me. Like everyone just wants to know where he's gonna go, and I think I hope that Mello just goes nowhere. Yeah, he shouldn't. He should just be done. Like yeah. Mello, just be done. Like find a business interest that you like and go do that. Like go fishing some more, man. Like you yeah. earned it. You had Mello had a great fucking run from about two thousand three to about two thousand and thirteen. Yeah, ten years um, with the Nuggets and the Knicks, where he was probably a top, definitely a top ten player in the NBA, maybe top five. Um, I like to clown on him for his fucking jab, step, and shoot thing, or, like, jab, step a billion times and then, like, drive to the bucket. But from 2003 until 2011, that was some of the most automatic two points in basketball. Yeah. Like, he would start doing it, and be like, oh, shit, yes, here comes a score. (laughs) (laughs) Now I watch him, like, no, no, pass the ball! (laughs) Stop doing that! Oh, Mello. I just, I just don't want him to end up on the Lakers. Yeah, no, he got traded to the Bulls. He's just going to get waived. The Rockets still owe him a bunch of money, so if anybody wants him, they can have him for a veteran's minimum. That the fucking, like, and the Rockets have to pay the rest of his salary. So, like, yeah. if any any team that wants Mello can actually have him, and they yeah. can have him for nothing. I would but... like him to go to the Warriors, and he wouldn't even get playing time just Mm-mm. to see him get a ring. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be fucking fine. amazing. Although he refuses to come off the bench, that's part of the problem with him. He's going to be on the bench for literally every team in the NBA, except for maybe the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe the, and the Knicks don't want him back. <laughs> They're trying to tank. I mean, I guess getting Melo would be the best way to tank. No, Melo is a good way to tank right but, now. Yeah. yeah, so send him to the Suns is what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, the Grizzlies are talking about trading Mark Gasol and or Mike Conley. Um yeah, I thought they were kind of in it for a while, but then I looked at their record recently, and I was like, oh no, they're they, bad. They are nosediving. They're way under 500 all of a sudden. Yeah, they're they? suddenly like, they're, they've, they've become the worst team in the in the West, but they haven't been the worst team for long enough to be able to truly tank. So yeah. all they can do is like, chop it up for parts. I think the best place where they fit in is uh, the Spurs. I think genuinely... Yeah. I just don't know how they make that happen. Well, I Mark and Pow on a team, that sounds fun. That sounds amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. I want I want the Spurs. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. And plus, it would make the Spurs too good. <laughs> it would annoy me. <laughs> too highly, let's send two highly coachable players to the best coach in the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to work Rad. out well for everyone else. <laughs> they'll, um, be winning the, they'll be winning a ring this yeah. year. <laughs> And we'd be like, how the Warriors lose to the Spurs in five games? And everyone's just like, I don't know, they put, a, they put another Gasol on that team. <laughs> Mike Conley, Conley was there. Yeah. 
And then Popovich Popoviched on everyone. Yeah. DeMar DeRozan scored 15 points to win the uh, finals MVP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he averaged like 15 and 6, and that was like as good as anyone did. So, good show. Good show. Um, I want to throw out a special fuck, t- fuck you to Small Ketchup Boy. Small uh, Ketchup Boy, Kurt Schilling. Small Ketchup Boy, Kurt Schilling. Um, I'm nominating that for his permanent title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Because, he's, you know, you just want to pour ketchup on your foot and, like... Elway <laughs> did a surgery earlier. <laughs> Aren't I an American hero and stuff? <laughs> well, I mean, he did use ketchup, so that's pretty American. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Uh, yeah, you can follow us at, at, at all sports are bad. You can catch uh, Patrick at, at PatrickJCS. I am at Wildly Pointless. We are on Spotify. We are on... We were on, I was about to say YouTube, we're not on YouTube. <laughs> we not I, on we YouTube. were on YouTube for like one second, and I realized, oh, it takes too much time to like port these over, yeah, I don't do it. I actually remember you being like, I'm going to get us on YouTube, I was like, I'm sure, and then you you sent me like part of a link, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore, I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't understand why you're doing it in the first place, but I don't understand any of this, so fine. Spotify, Google Play. Stitcher, <laughs> SoundCloud, iTunes. Yeah. I'm just figuring out who am I apologizing to. I don't know. I'm a was, well. We're relatively nice today. We were relative. Well, we actually tried to be nice to a bunch of people. Um, we were mean to Greg Hardy, who deserves it. Yeah, um, we were mean to Tom Brady and Belichick, who they can f- go to hell. Yeah. Um, I was mean to Josh McDaniels, also yeah, can go to hell. Not really a fan. Yeah. Um, wow. Hmm. Can we want to just drag someone who's a genuinely nice person so I can apologize right now? Yeah, sure. Uh, who do you got? Give me, give me, give me something. Give me something. Uh, just any topic in the world. Yeah, like baseball. I baseball. Um, Bryce Harper. Why are you fucking around like bug, bugging Tony Romo? You jackass. Um, that's no. Actually, no. That's terrible. It's can, a terrible. We segment. can do a better dragging someone else. Okay. Uh, um, let's think. Let's think outside the realm of sports for a second. <laughs> oh no. No, um, that's even harder. Yeah, like, I don't know. My go-to is usually just telling Bill Simmons to fuck off, um, but I stand by that, um, and we've yeah. already apologized to Bill Simmons. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, I don't have a, someone to say sorry to, so. I, I told, I said it makes no sense that Carl Everett got a hit. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He shouldn't but... get a hit against. <laughs> against Mike Messina yeah, throwing he, the game of his yeah. life. Yeah, he shouldn't. Yeah, All no, right. he doesn't deserve it. Um, so yeah, uh, instead of instead of uh, Patrick apologizing this week, we're ending on "Go to Hell, Carl Everett." I'm so sorry, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> and vote for Larry Walker in the Hall of Fame. God damn! Vote for Jeff Kent in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Larry Walker and Jeff Kent next year, or I quit. I won't quit, but I just want them to join. <laughs> Bye, Internet. Bye. <laughs>